Good evening, sir. Good evening. How are you doing today? Today, I'd be better if we wasn't zooming. Oh, it happens sometimes. Yes, we have to zoom today, but we're gonna get this content out. So we excited about that. I slept good, and I did not get up this morning, so I will take the blame. But I will still complain. Ooh, I'm a poet. Sean, welcome. Watch out. I'm coming for your job. Poet laureate of Orlando. There you go. I just rhymed one time in my life. I heard it. It was good. The one time in your life I heard it. <laughs> Matt skills. Matt skills. Matt's. The new poet is being born. Um, yeah, so we're Zooming today. Um, for all of you who have asked, Brian is still fat. <laughs> and he's not happy that he's on his diet. So if you all keep him in your thoughts and prayers. Because it's hard for that sweet puppy. Is he done eating his food already? Yeah. Yeah, he's laying down. He's mine. Okay. Which I will say today, this was super cute. So I was working, and because it's cold outside, Mm -hmm. I opened up. I've got a sliding glass door in the back, Mm -hmm. and I was working. So I just left the door open and hooked him up to his lead. Mm -hmm. He's kind of walking around. If I shut the door, he wants to come in. If I leave the door open, he'll Mm -hmm. stay out there. Right. Like when he knows he can get to me. A dog started barking in the backyard, like mm-hmm. of a neighbor's house. Mm-hmm. And why did he come and get underneath my chair? <laughs> he's he to be attack mode. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to bark and come get you. And he's like, I don't want to. Like, I don't want to hear. It was too much noise. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> and he got under the chair. I was like, that poor baby. He precious. He's a precious little guy. So. It was a big week. Oh, yeah. We went to a conference. You can say the letters because I say it wrong every time. F-M-E-A, Florida Music Educators Association. That is correct. That was something. Yes, it was. Loved it so much. Loved it so much. For anybody who listens that is my people, think of SEMA, but music and in Florida. What is SEMA for the audience? It's like the big car event. Okay. It's like your event. Uh-huh. Think of think of FMEA, mm-hmm. but with cars. Nice. It's so fun. And it's in Las Vegas. Oh, well. Next time I have it, we need to go down. <laughs> no, it, I mean, I've went a few times, but it is, SEMA's a lot. Is it really? It's a lot. Like, now, you'll see some of the coolest cars you ever saw, and, like, there's prototypes, and there's, okay, I'm going down a whole different road that we don't need to go down. <laughs> I get a little bit excited. You get, you get happy about that thing. Do you got cars up in that thing? Yes. That's fine. Like that. you'll see some of the coolest cars ever mm-hmm. and like some of the coolest software and shop ways to run a shop, like prototypes and paints. And I really love it. I can tell. I love cars. Well, I, I enjoyed having you at FMEA. That was neat. You had a chance to meet many of the, many of the people who are in my world, my friends, colleagues, and so on and so forth. We attended oh my receptions. UCF mm-hmm. had a reception. Florida State had a reception. 
um, was able to get over to the FAMU booth. Um, and so we was able to go through um, the exhibit hall and see concerts and see my brother Tesfa and my brother Jose do their thing. Um, you know, it was just neat. Can I give you some points? Yes. First of all, one thing that I thought that was, it was so, it was laid out very well. Mm -hmm. The way that the whole conference was laid out, I appreciated that like it was easy to go from this to this to this to this. Right. Second, put it out there. We were at one of the receptions and they started singing a song. Mm-hmm. FSU's. Yes. Yes. And it that song was so pretty. Mm-hmm. And I did not know it. <laughs> and did I not have my panic? I like literally, I'm such an anxious person. And we're going to talk about that later on. It kind of rolls into our topic. But I'm such an anxious person because they went into like this big circle, but this room is huge. Right. And they're like, everyone get against what? Well, I'm a guest. I didn't go to FSU. I mean, my mama is one of the biggest Seminole fans, and she will no, 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 like <laughs> think that she went there, right. but she love she loves some FSU, right? But I don't know your song, so then I go and I just stand beside you because you tell I thought I was supposed to be in the middle. Well, I realized real quick. I need to get at the wall because everybody is at the wall. And if I was in the middle, then I'd have been the scene. So then I just went like, I just started mouthing watermelon. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why I did that. I don't know why. I I ain't going to know the song. I didn't go there, but I was like, trying to make it look like I was singing. I said, baby, you don't know. Did you ever notice? No, I did. That's what I was doing. I would have bust out laughing though. I said, like, you don't need to do this. <laughs> I was just trying to fit in. Right. It was stressful. Yes, stressful. But then what was so neat about it also was um, UCF had a huge contingent there of activities. Um, our collegiate um, NAFME students were very, very active, and they got elected to some board positions, so that was neat. Um, Dr. Chris Lapka and Dr. Kelly Miller did wonderful um, sessions, um, and that was wonderful. And then the University Singers um, performed um, in a concert, and it was so neat because for UCF choral department, um, they've, you know, performed at you see, uh, I mean, at FMEA before, as in terms of um, different, I forgot how to exactly say it. And, oh, yeah, as demonstration groups. Um, but this was the first time that um, we had an audition group accepted, you know, and to perform and do a concert. And I was so proud, so proud of those students. Um, and then we had Robin Jensen on the piano. And so we had great support. So shout out to um, all the wonderful support that we had in the audience. Um, that was Dr. Andre Thomas and um, Dr. Judy Bowers, Dr. Kelly Miller, um, Dr. John Sinclair, so many other um, professors that was there that was really supportive of what we're doing at UCF. And the UCF faculty was then the UCF faculty also 
was also there and you know um dr scott lubrov dr jeremy hunt um from dr tremaine kaiser you know just just wonderful collaborative family atmosphere so yeah all exciting stuff yay yay then what do we do after it was over yes ma'am wait okay and then there was dr john sinclair who did not have a tux on and i did not know who he was and i had to go back and apologize so publicly i apologize because i walked by him (laughs) you used to and because he did not have a tux on i did not know who he was and i felt so dumb Like I walked by and it was like, he went, Hey, like he was so kind. Mm. And I did like the, Hey, but you're used to seeing him where though. Explain to audience where. Yeah. Disney candlelight processional. Yeah, exactly. That's the only place I've ever seen him. I've never seen him like as a human. (laughs) I mean, like as a commoner, you know, like in real life, like walking down the street. I'm gonna say, when I saw him, it's like that guy looks familiar, but I don't know where. Put a tux on that dude and put like a little bump on it. I'd have known who he was. <laughs> but, yeah. but then it hit me while I was in the bathroom, like dummy. That's who it was. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then I went up to him. He laughed, but I felt bad. Yeah. I totally bad. He's been a wonderful support. So it's been good. Yeah. I mean, and it was a great concert. Thank you so much. I was so proud of you. Thank you. To have you there cheer me on and cheering the kids on was it really meant a lot. So thank you so much. I was so proud of them. They make me laugh. I love those kids too. Yeah. It's so weird that they're kind of grown ups. I mean, kinda. I know. I love that though. I like them better than like four year olds. <laughs> like those kids. But then after that, we had a chance to go where? the beach to the beach it was freezing it was so cold i had wanted to go see the gulf mm-hmm. and he said we'll go it's just it's close it was close yeah it was, it was totally close um and he took me to smoky bones for lunch and there's this thing at smoky bones we didn't get it but i wanted it after i saw it mm. and it looks like a little tiny didn't it didn't it look like a little tiny like charcoal grill for your table and it's just cool to me. Yes. I'm sure it'd give me a heart attack and make me fat at the same time. But I felt like it was worth it in the time frame. But I'd already ordered. I got a soup. <laughs> That's a wasted eating. I got a soup and a salad. I me should too. Ugh. You did not. You got I, two whole dinners. I listen, I'm a growing boy. You ain't growing. And I was, I was continuing my process. <laughs> You're so dumb. If I ate for real, if I ate one eighth of what you eat, mm-hmm. I wouldn't fit through the door. And I mean, opening both of them. I wasn't fitting through the door, remember? What do you mean? I was being silly. Oh, I was like, mm, you fit through the door fine. DNA, so, DNA. Here's some funny things that happened in Tampa. One, one night. I didn't feel good. I got, well, I guess it had to have been allergies. Uh Uh-huh. Because it's gone now. Like, maybe changing climate. They got cold. Like, it was hot on Thursday. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, not hot. Well, I guess it was hot because I look out the hotel window, and there's people in bikinis laying out. I would not have been. It was cold. And they had on bikinis. It was cold. But, I mean, I would not. But 
there wasn't nobody the next day. Yeah. And it was real, real cold. Real, real, yeah. So that was Friday. But Thursday, like, it was warm enough to where some people thought they could wear a bikini. Mm-hmm. That night, I felt like I gargled with thumbtacks. Like, my throat was a killing me. Like, killing me. But I didn't have no fever and nothing like that. Just a really bad sore throat. So it must have been allergies. Anyway. But I kept waking myself up with my sore throat. And I was looking out the window and I was like, man, I bet all the crazies are out. My sister, she's an, she worked OBGYN her whole life. And when it was a full moon, it would stress her out. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, there's going to be uh, so many babies born. Right. So I thought, I'm sitting there and I'm looking, I just see this big old full moon Mm -hmm. all night long. And I'm like, I bet you there's so many babies being born in Tampa tonight. (laughs) Like, and my throat's killing me. And I bet there's crazies on the street. And the next morning I wake up and I'm like, hello world, it's me. And I open up the curtains Mm -hmm. all the way. Mm -hmm. And It was a clock. It was a what? A clock. (laughs) Yeah, you showed it. On another building. I thought the whole night it was a full moon. And I'm thinking, wait, did you not see the numbers? No, (laughs) I can't see good. I died. I was like, well. But then there was like a sheery curtain in front of it. So it blurted out. And then it's black behind. Listen, it's fine. Other people would have thought it. I I don't know. Because I saw what you was looking at. I don't know. Whatever. I kind of told you. Anyhow. I mean, and the way you told me you was guilty about it, you felt guilty about it because you knew it was. I was like, yeah, that was oh, I felt dumb as a box of rocks now. I ain't lying. I was like, you big dummy. Didn't you not think that the moon would move in the night? Like, your degrees should have taught you that. Hey, Gloria, you better speak that girl. But it didn't. Not it at all. Didn't speak at you. Not at all. Mm-mm. So, and then I had another travesty. At FMEA. What? Makeup. Oh, girl. Listen, y'all. Y'all know that my makeup mimics that of a drag queen. And I'm proud of it. Mm-hmm. For it. And I decide, hey, let me. Let, I'm working. I'm on my computer. I'm working. And I need to leave the hotel at 515 to be at your show at 630. Mm-hmm. To get over, find out where I'm going, yada yada. So I go make sure, get my dress out, make sure it don't need to be armed, that kind of thing. And I'm like, let me get my makeup out, put it in the bathroom, so I'm prepped and ready to go. I didn't have my makeup. <laughs> I called my son, and I'm like, hey, you know that Chanel bag? And he goes, the one that's sitting on the dining room table with the eye on it. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the one. She about lost her mind. I lost my mind. My makeup is like Linus's security blanket. Yeah, and I told like, her you are beautiful. You, your, your, your. What I say? Your, your makeup is not you. You are beautiful. You told me basically to shut up in a nice way. Yes. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> what if you, what if you had to conduct in sweatpants and a t-shirt? Listen, if that's all I had, my arm's gonna be moving. 
Great. I mean, I'd have showed up barefaced, but I'm going to do everything I can to get something to where it wasn't. Anyhow, let me tell you, lady, something. Uh huh. We listening. Necessity is the source of invention. Mm-hmm. I'm looking. Where can I go? I didn't have a car. I'm working. I need to be somewhere at five fifteen. So we're at three thirty to five fifteen. I don't know what to do. I've got less than two hours to get a full face of makeup. I realize at this point, drugstore brands are my only option, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's all I'm going to be able to do. And, but I didn't even like, oh, how am I going to get a drugstore brand? I called down to the concierge guy and he says, it's like one mile one way. And then like 0.8 the other way from like Walgreens to a CVS to do that. I might get murdered. Basically he said, it's not safe to walk. Great. He told me I could take a trolley. I'm not in San Francisco. I'm in Tampa. Mm. So I didn't even hear that because like that was way too much. Right. So then I'm thinking like Uber, I don't know what's going to happen. <sighs> Ladies, mm-hmm. I Instacarted my makeup. <laughs> Your local grocery stores has makeup. And I sent a message when it said that this guy had accepted my order. I said, listen, I'm going to tip you and tip you well. When it says something's out of stock. No, it's not. Don't refund it. I need that item. We're going to work together. Me and you. And he said, got it. This dude, he was like, they don't have whatever it was. I forget. It was like a gel eyeliner, like by Revlon or something. He said, they don't have that in Onyx, but they do have CoverGirl gel in black. That's probably the same, right? (laughs) Yes, get it. Homie showed up. Like, he showed up. I met him on the street corner like a straight-up prostitute. I told him, I was like, you're not going to have to pull into this mess. I'm going to meet you on this corner. And he came through and he stuck that bag out because he didn't want to have to come in there. And I don't blame him because it was a lot, right? Like a lot of traffic. I was trying to meet him to where he wouldn't meet traffic. You have helped me. He ended up texting me on my cell phone things from Instacart. Mm. Because like he was showing me pictures because they they wouldn't let him send a picture. Oh, gosh. This dude helped me out and he stuck it out like some type of drive by and his BMW smelled like the marijuana. (laughs) Like it would knock you out. And I did not care Mm. if he took my tip and bought him a bag. Well, deserved, sir. Oh, God. (laughs) I don't care what he did. He helped me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, as I'm walking in, I'm thinking this bag smells like the marijuana. (laughs) All right. It's all right. Throw the bag away. Put the face on. And Alavan Jagar, whatever his name was, uh-huh. he was an Instacart hero that day. Right. 4.20, I had my makeup. 3.30, I recognized it was gone. I sent a message to my boss, and I said, I left my makeup at home. I don't know what to do. And he said, you're inventive. <laughs> that ain't helpful. I was looking for a Sharpie. I asked you for pens, yeah? Yes, you did. Listen, we thought well, I'm going to go like prison makeup. Oh, so I've always locked up. Female edition. Give me a lighter and a pencil. <laughs> I can make something. Something was going to happen. Oh, so oh my lord, it was awful. That was funny though. It was. I'm glad. It glad that, that was a plug for Instacart. I'm glad it worked out. Now 
What are we talking about today? Going into trick. Yeah, he's done with my Instacart story. Done. Time to move it. Thankful. <laughs> We're going to talk about anagrams. What What is the anagram? Personality test, basically. Okay. Um, you took it in the car on the way home. Yeah. Yep. I took it. Somebody wanted to know what our Instagrams were. Mm-hmm. I said Instagrams. Instagrams. Yeah. Were. So I was like, I don't know. Let me check it and see. If you don't see me right now, Jeff, it's because I'm pulling up the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Um, so we took the test. And it hurt my feelings. Yeah. It did. I was like, what? Yeah. Did it hurt your feelings? No. Did you feel it was accurate? Um, mostly, yeah. I felt mine was accurate. Right. Like too accurate. Mm-hmm. So I was an Enneagram six with a wing of seven, for those of you that know something. Now, I would like to state for the record, if you want to know where your Enneagram is, I have researched this to the nth degree. Best test I found for free is Truity, T-R-U-I-T-Y.com, Truity.com. Do it. Take your Enneagram. It takes like maybe 15, 20 minutes. Uh-huh. Probably not that long, honestly. But say worst case scenario, and it's free. Now, to get the full report, you can download, you have to pay, but it gives you what you are, like the basic layout. And from everything I researched, it's the most accurate with the best questions, quickest, and it nailed it for me. And then I researched what mine was, and it nailed it again. So, mm-hmm. so you know. So, number six, the loyalist. It Hold says, I'm sorry. Okay, for our audience, you, you, for our audience. You said you are something and something. What is that? Is it a one to 10? Is it, you said you're a six and something. What is that? I don't know. I mean, I kind of know, but it's okay. one through nine, I believe. Uh-huh. So I'm an Enneagram six. Okay. And when you look at it, it looks kind of witchy, but it ain't. <laughs> like, it almost looks like it's some type of pentagram something, but mm-hmm. it ain't. Like there's people from a church that have done it like. Don't be scared. It ain't witchy. It's just. Listen, I'm about to start running. Okay. And see you next week on. (laughs) (laughs) No, for real. But like. What it is. So like. Enneagram six wing seven means. You could be if you're an Enneagram six, you could be a wing five or seven. And that means that. The seven is higher than the five. Okay. Basically. And you can see it like it kind of shows up like a really odd pie chart. Uh huh. So the seven pie chart is bigger than the five. Gotcha. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so the loyalist, that was me. I'm an Instagram top six. Mm-hmm. When it said the loyalist, I went like this, and my head fell. What does that mean? Well, I mean, I'm loyal like a dog. Uh huh. Bless my heart, but. It says the committed, security-oriented type. Engaging, responsible, anxious, and suspicious. That is you. That's me. To a T. To a T. Mm-hmm. I am basic fear of being without support and guidance. Basic desire to have security and support. Like one of the examples that they gave of me 
Mm-hmm. Johannes Brahms, like I'm Coral. Just kidding. Um, Paul Rudd, um, Chris Rock, mm-hmm. Larry David, uh, Mark Wahlberg. I'm in Bono. I'm in good company. Eminem. Yeah, yeah. Mm, mm. Uh-huh. But, uh-huh. So there's people that I'm in good company with, but it says sixes are the most loyal to their friends and to their beliefs. They will go down with the ship and hang on to relationships of all kinds far longer than any other type. Sixes are also loyal to ideas, systems, and beliefs, even to the belief that all ideas and authorities should be questioned or defied. Indeed, not all sixes go along with the status quo. Their beliefs may be rebellious and anti-authoritarian, even revolutionary. In any case, they will typically fight for their beliefs more fiercely than they will fight for themselves, and they will defend their community or family more tenaciously than they will defend themselves. And when I saw that, it hurt my own feelings. Because, like, anybody can say what they want to say about me Mm -hmm. and do what they want to do about me. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. Right. Like, it don't bother me. But law mess with my people. (laughs) I will cut you. (laughs) See my eyelashes. (laughs) Tangled together. I will cut you. In the name of Jesus. Uh, But like, Literally, it's a, I will fight for no one when they're wrong. Right. And I'll just say, "Mm, it's your issue. Handle it. Yeah. But when they're right, and I keep receipts, they make fun of me at work. There was actually an email that went out today from this one guy to another guy. Mm -hmm. And he said, get all of this information to Christy, but make sure that you're 100% correct. Because if not, she has every email. Mm-hmm. I promise you she does mm-hmm. and it makes me laugh because I do and I'm not mad that I have the reputation of keeping emails mm-hmm. and it's to document but if people say things ugly questionable I'll take screenshots I save it I've got a Google Drive mm-hmm. I'll pay the $2.99 for the storage Let's put that stuff to the cloud. Never know when you're going to need it. Sheldon? And the only reason that I save everything is because I have needed it. Right. And I don't want to affect my security. I am super anxious. I'm always thinking worst case scenario. Yeah. I have destructive thoughts. Intrusive thoughts, not destructive thoughts. Yeah, Intrusive. not destructive, yeah. Um, and it's bad. Like, I made a TikTok about it. Yeah. And they literally talk about us having intrusive thoughts. Right. And it's hard. Like, it's hard. Like... Living in a state of like anxiousness and mm. insecurity, mm-hmm. but then being a type A personality. Yeah. And when I saw it written out, like it just hurts your feelings. Yeah.
So I guess it's my turn then. It's your turn. So mine is when I took the test, I am number two, the helper. I'm type two, <clears throat> which means the caring, interpersonal type, generous, demonstrative, people pleasing, and possessive. Yep. Yes. I agree. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Type the type two in brief. Twos are empathetic, sincere, and warm-hearted. They are friendly, generous, and self-sacrificing, but can also be sentimental, flattering, and people-pleasing. They are, they are well-meaning and driven to be close to others, but can slip into doing things for others in order to be needed. Yep. They typically have problems with possessiveness and with acknowledging their own needs. At their best, they're, they are unselfish and altruistic. They have unconditional love for others. The, they have basic fear of being, want, being unwanted, unworthy of being loved. Their basic, their basic desire is to feel loved. The Enneagram 2 with a one wing. That was you. Yeah. I'm an Enneagram 2 with a one wing. They call them the servant. <clears throat> Enneagram 2 with a three wing, the host, the hostesses. That was not <clears throat> you. That's not me. So what do you think about what I read so far? Well. Yep. Nailed it. <laughs> like. I've watched it happen. Yeah. Like, I've said the thing. I think I've said it. I'm sure I've said it on here. Before you've talked about being a servant, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then I really saw it. Right. Like, that's, I, you know, it's one of those things which kind of sucks about being, like, your girlfriend now. Uh-huh. When I say that, it really looks like I'm praising you. I swear on everything that is good and holy. I really thought you were full of crap when you said it. Right. And you're really that way. Like, that's one of those things. Like, you ain't perfect. None of us are. We all make mistakes. We all. But when I say that, the, like, you literally are a servant. Mm-hmm. Hello? No. Do you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. I mean, hello, everyone. She froze. We're zooming, so it froze for a second. So that's what happened. I mean, your face did like this. What's the last thing you heard me say? Um, you lit until I started dating you. I thought what you said was full of whatever. Oh, yeah. Like when you would give these speeches, because listen, they sound good. Am I right? Like you know, hey, we want to serve and help others, and blah blah. blah. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, blah, blah. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought that it was a beautiful speech. And that you were giving a beautiful speech. But I thought it was garbage. Like, I didn't think you really felt that way. And you do. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, you do. And it's so bizarre to me. I'm not a servant. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm really not. Like, I don't, you are. I don't need to be. 
Right. Everybody's a servant. Mm-hmm. I'm over here stressing about the future while you serve. Right. right. That's who I am. When you've got this level of anxiety that I function with, that I walk by things and think like, when I walk by the window, like, is there a sniper out there looking at me trying to shoot me? Oh, my head? goodness. <laughs> I mean, I'm being dramatic, but like, I kind of do sometimes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Right. I get you. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm super anxious. But like, you really are a servant. Mm-hmm. And it was funny to see you take this test and like struggle with answers because we all want to give the right answer, right? Like we want to say the thing that is like, right. And you were answering them. Like you answered them truthfully. Yeah. Like you didn't answer them from a perfect perspective Mm -mm. and then that it nailed it. Yeah. That was like nailed it. And like, when you take these tests, guys literally answer them. Just answer them the truth. Like, nobody got to know your answers. Just answer it. So you know. So you can understand what makes you tick. Right. Let me read the overview of it. Type 2 overview. We have named personality type 2 the helper because people of this type are either the most genuinely helpful to other people or when they are less healthy, they are the most like, they are the most highly invested and seeing themselves as helpful. Being generous and going out of their way for others makes twos feel, um, they, basically, basically they feel their best by helping others. Um, they love, they have love and concern for others. Um, twos, are, um, twos are most interested in um, what they feel to be really good things in life. Closeness, sharing, family, and friendship. So I'm like, oh, that is so true. Um, when twos are healthy and in balance, they are really loving, helpful, generous, and considerate. People are drawn to them like bees to honey. Healthy twos warm others in the glow of their hearts. They enliven others with their appreciation and attention, helping people to see positive qualities in themselves that they had not previously recognized. In short, Healthy twos are the embodiment of the good parent that everyone wishes they had. Someone who sees them as they are, understands them with immense compassion, helps and encourages with infinite patience, and is always willing to help lend a hand while knowing precisely how and when to let go. Healthy twos open our hearts because theirs are already so open and they show us the way to be more deeply and richly human. Wow. That's, yeah. That's if you're healthy. Yeah, that's crazy. So that's some, wow, that's some stuff. But when I was looking at it, I was like, this is crazy. Well. It'd be so healthy. I mean, so um, on it. If you go through and you start looking at like the unhealthy part of a two, it almost correlates to the unhealthy part of a six, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the unhealthy part, self-deception, become over-involved in the lives of other yeah. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the tendency to manipulate others to get their own emotional needs met. Glory. No, stay away from that right now. I mean, listen, I'm I'm telling you right now in my Mm -hmm. life, didn't think I was doing it at the time. Right. 100% have done it. Right, right, right. It's not like it's a, and listen, when you all are listening to this, when you say manipulate others to get their own emotional needs met, that's not saying that like you were like, ha ha, I'm going to screw them over so I can get what I need. Right, exactly. It's realizing though, in the after fact, that maybe you didn't present yourself in the true form that you were. Maybe you hit issues that you were going through. Maybe you hit problems in order to get what you wanted from the person. Not because you're an evil, mean person. Just because you didn't know how to cope. Right. And when I saw things like that, like all day, every day. And to get yourself out of that, you've got to. You'll never be any better if you don't see it. You'll never be any better if you don't own it. Like, if you sit there and say, well, I was never manipulative, I was never this, I was never that, and you are, you're never going to get better from it. You know what I mean? You got to see that you're broken before you know what to fix. If you don't know what to fix, if you don't know you're broken, you don't know to fix anything. Right. And looking at this and hearing it, like, there's some beautiful characteristics. Of being a six. But there's some dark stuff too. Well, you gotta you gotta understand like, with, with both of them, there is you gotta understand with with any of them, there's some positives and some negatives. And mm-hmm. the positives may not always be accurate, and the negatives negatives may not already be always be accurate, but you have to look at where you fall in and be honest with yourself and say, How can I grow past this? You know, how can I grow so like mine? Something that I found interesting. It says, remember that there's nothing unusual about being anxious since everyone can get anxious and much more often than you think. Learn more to be present to your anxiety, explore it and come to terms with it. I don't do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't. It goes from. Like, I'm good to I'm homeless in a gutter. Like, and there's no in between. (laughs) Like. This, this is way. true. This is true. This is true. Um, it says to work creatively with your tensions without turning to excessive amounts of alcohol or other drugs to like make your anxiety go away. I think that that's something that a lot of people do too. Who are anxious, they try to self-medicate with like drugs, alcohol, food. There's many different things you can self-medicate with. Mm-hmm. But all that does is like make it show up again the next day, right? Like, and then you feel right. bad about that and the other thing. True, true. It says you tend to get edgy and testy when you're upset or angry and can even turn on others and blame them for things that you have done or brought on yourself. Uh, what, what? Let me tell you, I was reading that off a computer screen and I flipped over real quick so I could see Jeff's face reaction to that for a Zoom meeting. Because I know that that would probably, because I can see his face, and it, it did exactly what I thought it would do. What did it do? It did this. What I can't that? do it. I have Botox. Uh, 
Don't want to fight the Botox. Uh, but his eyebrows went way high. Mm. I mean, it's true, though. I have a tendency to do that. Um, when I'm anxious, I get mad. And the anxious stems anger for me. And anger. If mommy and I can go haywire. Yeah. Like. Security is a huge, huge thing for me. Right. And it sounds so dumb. It sounds so weak to say that. Like it makes me mad. It makes me mad to read it. Because like I'm a strong, independent woman. I don't need security. But hold me. <laughs> like hey, this is accurate. This 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 happens. <laughs> but like it says to work on becoming more trusting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, don't overreact. Recognize it. It's great. I mean, I really think that this whole Instagram thing is a fantastic thing because it made me look at myself, mm-hmm. even though it hurt my feelings. Right. It still made me look at myself. And and that's all we can do is look at ourselves and say, how can we get better? But now what I'm going to do, I'm going to go through it like the people. The people of the podcast have said, I'm going to go through it and see what it looks like uh-huh. as a two and a six. Maybe next week there'll be no red and green. The podcast will have had to break up because the world says that we can't be together. Why are you, so, I say, why are you so extra? I just said <laughs> No, because now I have anxiety because I'm an Instagram six to where I'm like, oh, no, uh, no, I'm not. What? I'm really not stressed over that. It has, no, that stuff don't bother me. That does not bother me at all. What you looking at? The the thing. I'm still reading mine. Quit reading it. That's what we're talking about. We live now. How many... <laughs> Okay, she's so crazy. Okay, so anyway, uh, me like that. No, but um, I think this is good. I think this is good. There's some things that um, people you're not gonna agree with all of it, and I don't think is it's not exact science, you know, to me, you know. But I think it's really good. It gives you something to process and think about, and and um, how do we become better people? You know, is there any way that we can put this? Test in the um in the program notes. I mean, I want to try it. Yeah, yeah. I think you know. So so funny. I look at it. What mine said. What my addictions are. I said, oh my gosh, um, food, <laughs> sweets. Wow. I have a sweet tooth, people. Like you don't even know. Oh my goodness. Listen, I have to get up and run in the morning time and burn it off or ride the bike or go to the gym because I have a sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. Carbohydrates, yes. I'm done reading this thing. <laughs> I ain't reading nothing. I don't want to get anxious. I'm not gonna get anxious. Yeah, we different that way. But that's okay. That's why we that's why we, that's why we balance each other so well. So there you go, people. I'm done now. Yes. So we hope that you enjoyed this edition with our new content. Because we own. He's got our new content. Our new content. 
You being weird. <laughs> Told y'all we was coming. We was coming. We was coming. But that praise the Lord that hat went back on your head. What'd you say? I said, praise the Lord that hat went back on your head. Um, <laughs> then I took it off. So, but that being said, go ahead and say the little stuff we say. <laughs> so look at the show notes. Thank mm-hmm. you for listening. Follow us on Instagram. Look at our reels. They're cute. Rate, ramming, review. What'd you say? Oh, listen. Hold on. I said I was going to do this and I haven't done it. Matt Workman. Yes. National concerts. National concerts. We love you, bro. What'd you say? He's the best. I said, we love you, bro. That's right. We're going to do a podcast with him. It might be in June, but it'll be in New York. He's fantastic, though. If you don't know him, Get to know him. He's cool. Cool Good people. people. Good people. Shout out to Matt Workman. And and Absolutely. Shout out. Shout out. Anyway, but follow us on Instagram. Read, rate, review, subscribe. I said read. We don't read. You said read. You did. I always do it. Anyway. That's we'll, all I think. We will see you next time on Red and Green. The podcast. Podcast. Bye.